0: Welcome to Truman's Matrix, a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia, where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. Welcome to Truman's Matrix. These are the craziest headlines from around the world. Yep. And it has been an interesting little venture through the years of trying to figure out what to put in this segment, and we decided with our other very focused segments, we would throw everything else into Truman's Matrix. Right. It's <laughs> like, it's, you're in the Matrix, all right? Just it's all... a
1: modgepodge podge of things, right? Yep.
0: <laughs> We're all over the place, but that's where a couple of our visitors, our fans, were originally telling us in the very beginning, some of our good friends and family in Colorado Springs, Mm -hmm. they were watching uh, different feeds going across the screen with background music, and it was just somebody's Twitter feed. And I thought, Mm -hmm. "That's, that's silly. Why would somebody do that? Well, now I've started really refining, collecting, and curating these tweets and these different pieces of news, because like I told you last week, folks, if you didn't know it, News happens on Twitter two days prior to Facebook or anywhere else. Yeah, it sure uh, if, seems like it, If home. you really want to get in the know, then get on X. And, uh, <laughs> so anyway, let's take a look at Truman's Matrix tonight.
1: X-Files Volume 1.
0: That's right. That's what I decided to call it because X is the new name of Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we are going to just go ahead and go through... Each week, uh, whenever I do this, we'll just call it one, two, three, and so on. So this is the X Files, Volume One, by Brian Hale. So the first thing I want to look at is that Tucker Carlson tweet. Is it was an episode twenty-eight,
2: mm-hmm. uh, his
0: episode. You know, he has left the big media corporations, Fox News, and gone on his own, and now is on X. So he's on X, and he's talking on about trans, trans inc. Genital mutilation is not just a fad. It's a full-blown industry. How did something this demented happen so quickly? Well, Chris Moritz has been following the money, and he was a guest on Tucker Carlson. And Andrea, you took a clip of that full interview. Yeah. And we're going to, I think we're going to watch that here, right? Yes. Okay. Tender
3: Inc. deserves to be highlighted in very visible way. Why? sex reassignment surgeries and hormone replacement therapies are a combined value of $2.94 billion. By 2030, it would increase to $7.5 billion. There are no long-term studies that show the efficacy of taking these very powerful pharmaceuticals. One of the most graphic and invasive procedures is a vaginoplasty. That is where male to female patients is castrated, testicles are removed, and the penis is inverted
1: to create a vaginal cavity. They can't even do lip filler in a convincing way in this country. You can't tell me they can recreate something as complex as female genital. The Biden administration has kind of tacitly endorsed reconstructive surgery
3: for minors. A child will often know that they are transgender from the moment that they have any
2: ability to express themselves.
3: There's 300,000 transgender youth. That number has, by the way, doubled over five years. They face a lifetime of zero sexual
1: function it's almost too crazy it's perverse if someone had told you 15 years ago that kids in your say daughter's ninth grade class would be coming to school in drag and would be affirmed in that by their teachers and the broader community you would say there's no chance that could happen in this country and of course it has happened and it's now happening at scale Transgenderism is not just a fad, it's a fact of life across this country. Not just the elites, but in small towns everywhere. And so the question is how did something this unnatural and prima facie demented happen so quickly? Well, of course there's gotta be money involved. Interestingly, no one that we're aware of has taken a close forensic look at where the money's coming from and where it's going. And that's why we're so delighted to see research done by our next guest, Chris Moritz, who's a longtime investment banker and policy guy, has done on this question, transgenderism. It didn't happen by accident. Some people are profiting from it. And with that, we introduce our guest who joins us here on set. Thank you. Thank you, Tucker. It's beyond pleasure to be here. Well, it's, uh, we're grateful to have you. And there's been a lot of complaining about this. It's clearly a destructive trend that's hurting people, particularly children, destabilizing the society, and it doesn't make any sense. Mm. So it's making all of us irrational. But for some reason, nobody has taken the time to figure out who's profiting from this. And you've done what I think is a spectacular dive into this, an amazing overview of the economics of transgenderism. So with that, I'll just kind of back off and let you describe what you found. Well, I think um, there's so
3: many elements to this to this issue, yes, philosophical, religious, even yes, um, you know, religious sociological, special, especially, of course, yeah. But the economics of it, what I call transgender ink, you know, is is something that uh, has gotten very very little attention, um, and it deserves to be highlighted in in very uh, visible way. Yeah, because this is a market that in 2018. Um, uh, this market is made up of sex reassignment surgeries and hormone replacement therapies, which include a number of different pharmaceutical products. But the combined value sales of sex reassignment surgeries and the pharmaceutical products in 2018 was $2.94 billion. Um, by 2022, that that figure had rose to $4.18 billion. And by 2030, um, our analysis uh, indicates that that would increase to 7.5 billion dollars, which represents an eight and a half percent compound annual growth rate, which is relatively significant
1: um, within you know a healthcare vertical. Well, it's bigger than the entire healthcare budgets of some African countries. For sure, it's mean, a lot of money.
3: Well, considering also that the population of patients is about a million people. There's 1.6 million transgender adults, uh, or, or I should say over the age of 13, uh, transgender individuals in the United States um, as of 2022. Um, now, that, that number has, has doubled in 10 years. So in 2011, there were 700,000 transgender um, Americans over the age of 13. And by 2022, that had risen to 1.6 million. Now, in, so you
1: just ended the debate over whether this is something a person is born with.
3: Well, I, I, I think that there, there is absolutely zero scientific evidence that would suggest that there is uh, a, you know, a gene, uh, chemical alteration, any kind of somatic, physical, biological element to transgenderism that would result in um, what has become known as gender dysphoria. And in fact, um, you know, we, if we get deeper into the medical research, we find that there are no clinical studies, none, on the long-term uh, efficacy consequences, uh, and in many cases, debilitating life, life-term um, effects of these procedures and pharmaceutical products, especially on children. What? there are no studies? There are none. And in fact, The FDA has not approved a single um, uh, pharmaceutical uh, product used in gender transition, um, specifically for gender transition. So uh, testosterone, estrogen, and what are called GNRH agonists or puberty blockers um, are all prescribed off-label. So they do not have specific FDA approval for gender uh, gender transition, because this is such a new field of, of medicine, um, and um, you know many of these drugs, especially these GnRH agonists or puberty blockers, um, are, have been traditionally prescribed for for cancer patients. Right, and Pr- yet, prostate cancer, famously. Exactly. Um, so there's a drug called Lupron, developed by AbbVie Pharmaceuticals, and this has gotten a lot of controversy and a lot of Attention! Because uh, uh, in Texas, Ken, Ken Paxton has actually brought suit against AbbVie and another another pharmaceutical company that makes uh, puberty blockers called Endo Pharmaceuticals, uh, based on the fact that they are advertising uh, to children um, these uh, these drugs off label. For a non-
0: Oh, man, that is disgusting, and I think we're going to have something else about that. Uh, Oh, I didn't put it in the actual article here. You're Mm -hmm. looking at the next one from Dinesh, but I will quickly tell you that Elon Musk tweeted that any adult that subjects their child to sex change surgery Mm -hmm. should be imprisoned. I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I
1: agree. It's totally um, evasive. Mm-hmm. invasive
0: invasive now here's the official trailer for police state this is incredible this is a 3 minute trailer here okay. please watch this and share it it's in movie theaters the 23rd of october that's in 17 days and it's going to be there the october 23rd and the 25th the virtual premiere is the 27th online all tickets can be bought at policestatefilm.net and i'm not sure if it's free or if you can buy them but it's dinesh de souza he has gone to prison for his stance for freedom of speech and now he's back with the official trailer for Police State. Shall Just we ta- let's take a look at that, shall we? Okay.
1: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. I've never seen anything like it. It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. FBI warrant, come to the door now! There's a
3: heavy banging at my door. Open up! It's 15 marked units on my property. I got SWAT in the back of my house. It took a battering ram to my door. No! 6 a.m., I hear boom, 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 and hear about six to eight military-style Soldiers With the tallest one of them Pointing an automatic rifle at my head FBI, we have an arrest warrant Shock you out of
1: sleep Drag you out of your house Have clothes Refuse to give you a warrant Ransack your house Now I'm facing 15 years in federal prison For doing
0: nothing other than Exercising my right to free speech
1: I had no reason to be
0: attacked I hope that you remember Matt's name And the role you played in killing him
2: how did we give the state this kind of power? 9-11 changed
1: everything. We're going to expand the bureau from law enforcement to domestic intelligence.
3: Legal shackles are now off.
1: It used to be Islamic terrorism.
0: That threat has kind of dissipated. Our focus is shifting. They're moving to domestic extremists. really paints anybody who's right of center. What we need is a person to look at and then we go find out what crime you did. If you're a pro-life,
3: pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. The demand for domestic terrorism vastly outstrips the supply.
1: When candidate Trump came down the
3: escalators, the government had a meltdown. We are going to drain
0: the swamp.
2: We'll see about that. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you.
0: The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. Google literally rewrote their news algorithm based upon what Trump was doing so they could get this guy. You just take out the word
3: Russiagate and you put in COVID origins. You take out COVID origins and you put in Hunter Biden's laptop. You take that out and you put in January 6th. It's the replicated play from the deep state and their partners in the media. They're not just deplatforming you. They are trying to throw people in prison. If they're coming for me, they're coming for you.
1: Hands on your head.
3: These are anti-government. We are
0: freedom of religion and freedom of speech.
3: Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything
1: we want. Police State. Exclusively in theaters October 23rd and 25th. Tickets sold only on policestatefilm.net.
0: Yeah, that is disturbing, and he has first-hand experience. Wow. And there's going to be more on that. We're going to definitely carry that movie just as soon as it's available, so stay tuned for more on that. The next thing we're going to look at here is about cell phones. I said we'd have this earlier, and that is something I was talking about since in the 90s. We've always said that. Okay, Mm -hmm. so, so inversionism is a new account that we're following, and Robert F. Kennedy retweeted this. Kennedy said, I'm in favor of getting cell phones out of schools for the reasons this young person mentions and more. So take a look at this tweet up here. The truth about mobile phones and wireless radiation was a presentation by Dr. Debra Davis in December of 2015. This was the first lecture that I ever watched on cell phone radiation and should be required viewing by every single parent who gives a cell phone to their child or teenager, she says. It's such an important lecture that I hope everyone can carve out an hour to watch it. Now, we're not going to give it to you here, but it's in the article. But Dr. Davis has been sounding the alarm on this issue for years and deserves a lot of credit for bringing attention to it. She's the founder of the Environmental Health Trust as well. I watched this and it is incredible the general warning that is now finally coming out and you there's somewhere on everybody's cell phone in fact she said it back in 2015 on everyone's cell phone somewhere in their phone there's something in there that where you can read the warnings and it warns you not to carry it on your body do really? not put it near your head do not put anywhere near your body while it's charging and do not carry it on your person. In maybe a protective case or purse or backpack or something. But it just, it's, it's dangerous. And they've been telling this, us this since 2015. And she said, in this lecture, she said that 20 years ago they were warning people about this. So 20 years prior to 2015. So 1995.
1: Huh, but Huh, That was about the time they started them, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So and it was only supposed to be for military use in the beginning, anyway, and then it right went from there. So wow. that's Dr. Deborah Davis. She's super high qualified. It took the guy who introduced her uh, about two minutes just to go through all of her qualifications before we even started listening to her speech. So you need to watch that. Let's jump down to this. This is uh, by Joey Manarino. He he posted, and you know a lot of people are posting this that President Trump is endorsing Jim Jordan for Speaker of the House. Now, we were going to have a Truman's Matrix for you this week that had Trump becoming Speaker of the House and then impeaching, helping to impeach both Mm -hmm. the Vice President and the President, and then he would become President without (laughs) being voted in, and then he would be able to have another presidency after that. So it would be six more years, basically. So yeah, we were hoping for six more years, but... uh, he didn't jump into that. He didn't throw his hat in the ring like some people thought. He actually got behind Jim Jordan for Speaker of the House. So, Joey says, Honestly, I couldn't have ever imagined that Matt Gates would have pulled this off. We literally traded McCarthy for Jordan. Hey, Jordan. I'd rather have a Jordan. <laughs> right?
1: right? Jordan's a winner, right? right?
0: Jordan. <laughs> this is like a dream. The enemies of the conservative mo- movement are not going to be happy. Mm-mm. And this, real quick, let's listen to this. This is only uh, a minute or two here, I believe. This is award-winning journalist Alex Newman. This is another topic that I really want to talk about because I, we study chemical makeups. We, we, we looked earlier at the chemical makeup of uh, – oh, no. We're going to be looking at the chemical makeup of something else in the next episode – Right, we have the next segment coming up is about uh, chemical controversy. But anyway, this is a, a, a topic that a lot of people have heard about. It's called Climate Change. Let's listen to what he says.
2: A lot of this environmental question depends on, I think, a very flawed fundamental presupposition. It depends on the idea that carbon dioxide is pollution. And I would argue, after interviewing hundreds of scientists, including many who've worked for the IPCC, many of the leading scientists in the world, that the notion that CO2 is pollution is absolutely preposterous. We exhale about two pounds of it every single day. Uh, the, the proportion of greenhouse gases made up of human CO2 emissions is a fraction of a fraction of 1%. The idea that that is going to destroy the planet or change the temperature of the earth uh, is frankly, in my opinion, totally ludicrous. But from a totalitarian perspective, if you can convince people that CO2 is pollution, there's no human activity that doesn't result in CO2 emissions, including living, including dying turning on a light switch. Every single aspect of your life then, if we submit to the idea that CO2 is pollution, then comes under the regulatory control of the people who claim to be saving us from pollution. So when they do these environmental studies and they say, well, your CO2 footprint will be smaller if you eat bugs or you do this, that or the other, you drive an electric car, that doesn't show anything about whether that's going to benefit the environment or not. In fact, CO2 has actually been very beneficial for the environment. Uh, In interviewing uh, Trump's climate advisor, Dr. William Happer, a physics professor at Princeton University, he said the earth is starving for more CO2. And since we've had a little bit of an increase in atmospheric CO2 over the last hundred years or so, plants have gotten much greener, agricultural yields have improved. So I, I think we need to also talk about the fundamental presupposition here is co2 really pollution if it's not then all these alleged environmental benefits are completely fictional
0: completely fictional is Mm -hmm. the answer there and you're going to see that in our ugly truth segment coming up because we're going to talk about scientific fraud that's actually one of the things i'm going to talk about
1: (laughs) well i've always said you know that trees would be starving if we took out all the co2
0: right i'm serious this is a trade-off this is the the earth's (laughs) barter system hello folks hello it's Trade out as king. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It's oxygen for carbon dioxide. Oxygen for carbon dioxide. Oxygen for carbon dioxide. You mess up that cycle and you're messing up the earth. Okay, let's move on.
1: Move on. This is a
0: breaking report from the Trumpetarian. yeah. I saw this. This is the police report from the mysterious drowning of Barack Obama's chef, an alleged lover outside his Martha's Vineyard estate that confirms there have been, get this, get this, 42 previous police incidents at barack obama's house i told you so it looks like the obamas have some splaining to do
1: Mm-hmm. there's the actual report right there right
0: there in front of you it is the police report says there are 42 past incidents at 79 turkey land cove now what a good name for his address
1: because i always <laughs> said he was a turkey such, such a turkey
0: <laughs> All right, that's, that's, I think that's going to do it for our Truman's Matrix we've got so much more to talk about on The Ugly Truth but let's wrap it up here with Truman's and that's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world a production of Digging Deeper Media owned by Hale Multimedia you can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing.
3: Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.